Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today, our special guest is a national evangelist, president of the Religious Liberties Coalition, and radio host, Todd Coconado. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Gray Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Welcome to Gray Street. Yes. Thank you, Ricky. We're so glad that you're all here. We are. And we have an amazing show lined up for you. Yes. And uh, I want you to meet Todd uh, Coconato. Yes. And he is uh, evangelist, but mm -hmm. uh, uh, Todd, I understand you're pastoring in Nashville, somebody told me. Is that true? That's correct. We just started a church here in Nashville, and we are excited. The Lord is moving. We're seeing God move, uh, Pastor Jim, in such a powerful way. And so it's an exciting time. Great. If people want to come to your church, how do they find you? Super easy. Just go to pastortodd.org, pastortodd.org, and then just pull down the menu, and you'll see the link to go to the church menu. Okay. Excellent. Wow. All right. We're thrilled to have you here today. And, uh, Forgive me for standing right out with the, the news, but I want you to comment on what's going on in the war in Israel right now. Would you do that for yeah. me? Absolutely. Well, first of all, we're very concerned about what's happening over there. You know, if you ask somebody who lives in Israel or somebody in the IDF, they'll tell you this is Israel's 9-11 or even worse. Uh, so they're very concerned about what happened. Obviously, it was a surprise attack. And Pastor Jim, there are people on online that are saying that they felt this might be a false flag uh, and Israel actually knew about it. But I've talked to many people very high up in the Israeli government and uh, those around Bibi Netanyahu. And from what I've gathered, this was indeed a surprise attack. And so uh, even though there was some intelligence that they were trying to do this, the, the way that these terrorists attacked Israel is they actually took down the communications network. Uh, they were relying heavily on border security to be going through the satellites and through the, uh, you know, the technology. And they were able to turn off one of the towers in that area, which then disabled their intelligence gathering on that part of the border. So it's really interesting what's happened here. But what's going on currently is uh, they're now, of course, going to be uh, introducing the ground campaign into the Gaza Strip. And it's been delayed. And the reason why it's been delayed is because intelligence is coming in that Hezbollah on the northern front is waiting for the Israeli ground troops to come in, and then they want, they're going to launch a, an attack from the northern front. So there's a lot of moving parts right now, and uh, the Israel government is looking at all these moving parts, and of course there's the chance of it escalating or becoming a much greater conflict as we see the global powers, Iran, and of course Russia and China are all eyeing this situation very carefully, and we know that Iran is behind the funding of Hezbollah, and Hamas, and so they've, they've been orchestrating this from behind the scenes, and so it could very easily escalate. Of course, Syria is also involved. Syria uh, has actually had their Aleppo airport bombed by the IDF, and so Israel's already been taking the necessary precautions because that airport in Aleppo is actually an airport where they have been bringing in arms and a lot of these rockets and uh, these things that we're seeing being sent into Israel. So in the initial stages of this attack, uh, the Iron Dome, which is one of the best systems in the world uh, to deflect uh, the missiles that come in, was overwhelmed because there was thousands of rockets that were coming at one time. So uh, some of them did make it through the Iron Dome and, 
and the slingshot system that they have there as well. But uh, overall, the Iron Dome has been very effective. And uh, but we've been, you know, I've been talking to people in Tel Aviv. The sirens are still going off. Uh, there's people all over Israel that are saying this is still a very active situation. Wow. Thank you for bringing me. I, I've been wondering why the delay is, it, it, there mm -hmm. in Israel right now with going in, fully in and, 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 and taking out the, the terrorists. Well, besides the hot, I mean, they have the hostages. Yeah, I know they have the hostages. I know. So, you know, they use them as human shields. They use their own. Yeah. children as human shields this is terrorists. this is interesting because the next few hours is going to let us know what role the united states will be standing on that's right Mark. now we have to pray for wisdom from our leaders yes because if president joe biden arrives to israel mm -hmm. and right. tells the prime minister not to go in we are in trouble because now you're seeing the weakness of America all over the world. And just like Pastor Todd mentioned, this war is not just with Iran. This war has to do with Russia, China, Syria, Turkey. And I can go on and on and make the list of why this is so important. But if the president writes in with a white horse and tells Benton, uh, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu not to make any moves to go in to Gaza, then you are going to see a move prophetically like we've never seen before. Biblically, we are on track. When it comes to geopolitics, it changes the game totally because if Israel finds herself on, on her own terms deciding whether to go in or not, we have to watch what happens in the north. Keep your eyes on the north. There's a reason why Hezbollah is threatening, pushing the button, tempting uh, Israel to do something. Yet you have people's lives. For those that are watching mm -hmm. and don't understand that Israel's compassion towards people by warning them and asking them yeah. to leave, yeah. if you don't see that as compassion, then you maybe the definition of compassion that you have is totally different. Because if Israel is warning mm -hmm. the citizens to leave yeah. before they go in there and mm -hmm. level Gaza, mm -hmm. you have to understand the warfare when it comes to misunderstanding the communication. Mm -hmm. But if the president in the next few hours, keep your eyes on America. Todd, I wanted to ask you something about what's, what's going on. And if, if America was attacked, would you expect another country to say, oh, now don't retaliate against your... If our, our people, thousands were murdered in their beds and thousands of people killed in their homes and the babies beheaded. And we do know that 30 Americans have been killed. Okay, you don't touch an American's head, period. We got to go take care of But you know, the thing that, uh, it, you know, Todd, that I'm just absolutely livid about is the lying... There are thousands of people marching in streets in the United States and all over the world against Israel. Mainly students. And they're saying that yeah, Israel yeah. is lying, that, 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 that this attack didn't really happen. They didn't really behead these children. But yet saying. there's pictures. They've taken them offline now. But, but they were there. I've seen them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think of what's going on, uh, Todd? 
Oh, so much to say. I mean, first of all, absolutely, Israel does have the right to defend herself. I mean, she was viciously attacked by a terrorist organization. That's what Hamas is. And as Bibi Netanyahu has said, uh, which is absolutely correct, they are ISIS. They are terrorists. And so uh, what the mission of the Israeli government is to do is to take Hamas out. They want to take Hamas completely out and take them out of power because Hamas has been ruling in, in the in the governmental structure of the Gaza Strip. They've been in power. And so uh, the mission is to take out Hamas. Now, uh, to your point, it's amazing how people like, uh, you know, Tlaib here in the United States, Representative Tlaib, or uh, you got Ocasio-Cortez and the squad, uh, actually putting Palestinian flags outside of their congressional offices, which is unbelievable. And uh, the fact that people are coming against Israel, as you mentioned, they literally let people know, hey, we're coming in. Uh, meanwhile, the, uh, the you know, Palestinian uh, in Hamas are using the human shields, as Lori mentioned. I mean, uh, you know, and then they use this as propaganda. But what this shows me uh, on a higher level from a spiritual standpoint is that Americans are malnourished, especially the church, when it comes to understanding what the Bible says about standing with Israel. And I've been laying this out in our services, Pastor, because uh, what I've realized is that this hasn't been taught in many American churches, and American Christians are being deceived into thinking that Israel is the aggressor here, and they don't understand the spiritual dynamic of Ishmael and Isaac and uh, that this is literally a spirit of antichrist. That's what this is. It's a spirit of antichrist that it's made its way into the American culture. And so now they're coming against Israel instead of standing with Israel. And the, the deal is America's been blessed because we have stood with Israel. That's why there has been blessing on this nation. And as Mondo was saying, if we, uh, you know, there was a, a several billion dollars that were recently released from the Biden administration to Iran only only weeks before this attack happened. And we know that weapons from Ukraine have made their way to this uh, Israel war. How did that happen? You know, because there's corruption in Ukraine and uh, Russia has been pointing this out where, hey, some of these weapons that the uh, NATO countries are sending to the, to the war in uh, Ukraine are making their way to Israel. Well, this is actually a fact, it's true. And so uh, there's a lot more going on here behind the scenes. And I, I, you know, even though the Biden administration is posturing uh, in the public that they're defending Israel, and I'm glad that they sent the carrier groups and uh, you know, hopefully they do get behind Israel and putting troops uh, ready in case the, it escalates. But behind the scenes, we know that many of the radical leftists are against Israel and, and are operating in that spirit of antichrist. And so uh, let us not be deceived to think that Biden is 100% behind Israel because we know Biden has the same agenda that the Obama administration had, which it's the same people pulling the strings uh, from behind the scenes, the puppet masters. And and uh, I remember Bibi Netanyahu saying that, you know, uh, Obama hated when he called him and he didn't want to hear from him. They didn't have a good relationship. So we know that even though America is posturing right now, like we're with Israel, and I hope that we are, uh, behind the scenes, a lot of the policies have not been in favor of Israel. Boy, Pastor Todd, he's right on. You are right on. You are really, you know, very much, very uh, serious. Are we on Israel's side for sure? That's what I want to know. Are you asking me now? As as believers, as Christians, we stand with Israel as well, of far course as we the do. Jim Baker show goes, as far as I go, as far as this team goes, as far as this. We stand with Israel, and we will always stand with Israel because it's what yes. God said. Yes. Israel is the apple of God's eye. This is, you don't touch the Jewish people. Do you know how many people, you know, I've kind of been test, 
I'm out and about, you know, different appointments and things. And I kind of just throw it out there and talk to people. Do you know that the average person out there isn't really watching the war? It's kind of shocking. Where Jim and I are watching 24 7. This is the most dramatic thing that's probably ever happened in my lifetime. Absolutely. This is one of the greatest signs that we're in the end time. You cannot burn people a lot. Okay, we all said after the Holocaust, never again. Well, it's happening right before our eyes. We have, under our you know what's watch. Sad? Under I, our watch spiritually. This, yeah, I, and what's making me very, very upset, I tried to go back online to get the pictures mm-hmm. of the babies with their heads cut off, and they put, took them all down from the websites. Mm-hmm. What's going on, Mondo? Censorship. That's what you're seeing. You're seeing a major censorship on one side. When you understand what the war... But if Trump war, would do something that, had, they'd, that they didn't like, they'd just smear it all over the absolutely, world. Absolutely, but I believe it has to do with this headline over here that Fox News put out, and I think you have to understand their whole goal. This is the headline. Last week, Russian President Vladimir Putin called for the creation of an independent, sovereign Palestinian state. Mm-hmm. Understand what that means. Mm-hmm. What you're watching is one side war, not the public opinion war Israel lost already. The public opinion is telling you something different than what we've got going on in real life. This is a, let me read you more about this headline because this is, it goes back to a one world government. Mm-hmm. Putin almost certainly aims to position Russia as a top power broker, not only in the Middle East, but also globally. Two days prior to the horrific attack on Israel, Vladimir Putin proclaimed at the annual conference that Russia's mission is to build a new world order. Mm -hmm. You do it first by public opinion. Mm -hmm. And what we're watching worldwide is public opinion winning the war on one side. Now watch the nations that try to split Israel in two. I'm trying to get a hold of the man that wrote the book, Eye for an Eye. Because whatever happens in Israel that America touches or another nation touches, ramifications of world events take place in those nations. Mm -hmm. But you're watching a two-state solution here that is is going to be brought to the forefront. And whatever America's decision is on this two-state solution, watch what happens to America. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Do you believe, Todd, that we're living in the times the Bible mentioned in Matthew 24? I do. I mean, in Matthew 24, it talks about that there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. It also says the end is not yet, but I believe we're in the birth pains. And if you think about the birth pains, what happens when a woman is giving birth? The contractions go faster and faster and get more hard and and more difficult, more painful. That's what we're starting to see. And, uh, you know, look at the prophetic significance of where this is playing out. You got the three major world religions all believing that something is prophetic in this happening. You got, you know, Jews that are, you know, uh, believe that their Messiah is going to be coming. Of course, Christians, we know Jesus is the Messiah, and we're believing we're in the end times, and we're going to be raptured out of here one of these days very soon. And then uh, you got Muslims that believe that the Mahdi is going to be coming, and that's like their Messiah. So, you know, uh, this is such prophetic significance. Now, Israel was just on the cusp of making a deal with Saudi Arabia right before this happened. And this has actually put that back now. But uh, that was also very significant for the world order, as you're talking about, because you have the BRICS nations, which is Brazil, Russia, India, China, and, and South Africa, and then many other nations are joining this economic bloc. 
And they're now seeing uh, how they can come into this and effectively uh, issue some type of diplomacy. And because of the nations that are now flocking to this new world order, this BRICS system, uh, this could be significant because America is looking weak. We have a president that can barely speak. We have a president that every time he gets on the stairs, he falls down. Think of the optics on that. Uh, This man, when he came out and, and gave his response after this just happened in Israel, I said to myself, I have never seen such an apathetic, weak response from the United States. And so if we don't think that the world is watching, China is watching, you know, they're thinking about Taiwan. You got North Korea watching. They're saber rattling. Uh, All these nations, think about just a few years ago when President Trump was in the White House, the difference in, in the situation in the world. When there's weak American leadership, this is explosive for the entirety of the world. And now we're seeing this play out. Well, it's true. Why do you think there's so many anti-Israel rallies in America, despite the massacre of, you know, innocent lives, and even several Christian leaders are against Israel? Yeah, I don't understand how anybody who's filled with the Holy Spirit knows the Scripture can be against Israel. I, I really would question their doctrine and their understanding, because it's very clear in the Bible. There's covenants that have been made. Uh, you know, the, the Bible says that uh, you know, basically, whoever blesses Israel will be blessed. Whoever curses Israel will be cursed. So there it is. Uh, and I can give you scripture after scripture about that. We've been talking about this for about a week now. Uh, but when it comes to uh, the, the situation with the with the protests, I believe that these are NGOs that are behind this. I believe, you know, I was in D.C., Pastor Jim, when they had the, remember the pink uh, hats and everybody was wearing the pink shirts and they had that protest. I saw the organization behind that. Don't tell me that was grassroots, okay? I've seen the BLM situation. Don't tell me that was grassroots. They are NGOs that are behind this and funding men like George Soros, and they're funding these in order to bring chaos because they believe in the Hegelian dialect and they believe in the rules for radicals, which is order out of chaos, and that's what they're inducing on the world right now. That's right. Here's a piece of news from Newsmax. Let's watch the protest. As the protests began to pick up, several Israel supporters arrived at the scene to offer pushback, which was met with intense aggression. Newsmax captured multiple instances of Palestine supporters ripping their flags away from them. They could be heard yelling, quote, block the camera. And shortly after, men were having to be physically restrained. You know, something else that stuck out to us while we were here was the amount of censorship that was going on at at this protest. We tried to talk to several attendees, but there were these media liaisons and neon jackets who time and again tried to prevent them from speaking to not just us at Newsmax, but anyone in the media trying to shut down their free speech. Jews did 9-11. You need to stop it. I'm being dead serious with you. These people are going to put it in national TV saying terrible things that these people are not saying. It's true, though. It doesn't mean... The rally came just a day after the same event was held in Los Angeles where 2,000-plus people took to the streets, calling Israel a terrorist regime, a genocidal regime, and more, likening Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to Hitler and even denying Hamas's terrorist attack 
ever happened. This year, I predict terrorism is coming to the United States of America, and it's already starting. Uh, do you feel like maybe we should be praying for God to cover our churches and all? Because I believe the hatred is, is beyond comprehension, Todd. Yeah, we absolutely need to be taking this threat very seriously. If you think about what's been going on at our southern border, we have military-age men coming over in the tune of hundreds of thousands, if not millions. We know millions have come over. But how many of these people are, are infiltrating our country from a security standpoint? I read recently a number. It was staggering. It's 65,000 of these people that have come over the border are of special interest, meaning that they could be potential terrorists. That's a large number. I mean, we're talking about a small army there, and these people have gone to cities all across the country. And if you think about it, this is a perfect storm when it comes to that. So uh, I'm very concerned. I think churches need to be vigilant. Now, obviously, we can cancel the assignment of the enemy through prayer, and that's what we need to be doing. We need to be praying and uh, pulling down the strongholds and calling upon the name of the Lord, repenting as a people of God. But we are certainly open for attack. And I want to say one more thing, Pastor Jim, real quick, too, for the pastors that are standing uh, against Israel. You know, if Israel were to lay down their weapons tomorrow, uh, the, the side of Hamas wants to see Israel obliterated, wiped off the map. That's what they would do. If Hamas were to lay down their weapons tomorrow, there would be peace. So it's two very significant differences, and we have to understand the spirit behind this. Mario Murillo was on your show uh, recently, and he asked if this is the beginning of World War III. What did Mario mean by this, do you think? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you know, uh, Mario and I do a show called Firepower, and he, he had written a blog on his website, mariomurillo.org, about this war. And what he was saying is that this war it can be stopped, and, and the reason why we're having it is the apathy in the American church and the fact that we have not been a praying people, we have not been a repentant people. And so this goes back to the prayer closet. That's what he's saying. And I agree, is that because we as a church have not been operating in the gifts, we haven't been doing what the scripture says, we haven't been repentant, we've allowed all this other stuff to infiltrate the body of Christ, this is then spilling over to the rest of the world. And so he's calling on the nation and especially the church to repent. And I agree, I believe repentance is the answer. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of people saying a lot of different things, but we know at the end of the day, God is looking for the church to come back to him and to love him in the way that he says to in the word. He says, if you love me, you'll obey my commands that we've got to return. It's a second Chronicles 714 moment. It's an if my people moment. That's what Mario's saying. Yes, mm. that's right. Here's a message from Chris uh, Reed, seeing thousands of terrorists crossing our southern border. Let's watch this. On October the 8th, 2023, that Saturday night, I had a dream. And in this dream, I saw a map of the United States. And I saw that through the American southern border, amidst the 6 million plus illegal immigrants who have come across the southern border since President Biden took office, I saw thousands of trained terrorists from the Middle East countries that have crossed illegally into the U.S. I then saw at least 12 dormant terrorist cells on the U.S. map. I saw, I remember seeing Michigan, Minnesota, 
Arizona, Texas, the Carolinas, and the Northeast, the New England area, New York, Boston, Philadelphia, and that area. I then finally saw a a detonation happen across the U.S. with smoke clouds all over the map, rubble, destruction, and disaster. We need to pray and watch and listen and be alert and be like the sons of Issachar who know the times and seasons. We need to be able to have a serious level of spiritual awareness and situational awareness. We need to be trained on disaster response, disaster prevention, and we need to know the warning signs around us, wherever you live. That's right. Wow. Todd, what do you think of Chris Reed's statement there? Yeah, you know, the Bible says that the Lord doesn't let anything happen without first alerting his prophets, you know, and I believe this is a prophetic alert that God is sending out right now and letting us know how to pray and how to prepare. And uh, I remember I used to know a man named General uh, Shimon Aram. He's now passed, but he was a, a patriarch of the nation of Israel. And he always said, that there's going to be a time when what happened in Israel is going to happen in America, meaning the terrorist attacks in, in, in certain uh, soft targets. And so, you know, we've got to be at our church. We have a very stringent plan in place. Uh, we have people that are armed and we, we're prepared. And I believe that's wisdom. Not that we have fear. We can't allow fear to come in. But at the same time, as he was mentioning, I talk about the Issachar anointing of understanding and discerning the times. And that's where we need, we need to be watchmen. And we have to understand this is where it's going to go, and it's it's coming soon. And so be prepared, be ready. I think the days of a lot of the mega churches are going to be coming to an end. I think God is raising up a remnant in this hour, those who are going to be bold and speak the truth, the entirety of the Word of God. Uh, people like yourself, Pastor Jim, in this program that aren't afraid to talk about these very difficult conversations. This is the conversation we need to be having right now. How do we pray? How do we prepare? How do we take a stand and push back against the assignment of the enemy? You know, when God said that he will bless those who bless Israel, and he says, I'm going to curse you if you curse Israel. Yeah. I I, I don't want God's curse on me. No. I want to bless Israel. That's discernment that you have, though. I think that's important. This word is so critical. Because most people don't I mean, understand. all hell is going to break loose this year. Yeah. Uh, there, there is going to be war all over the world, and there's going to be terrorism in the United States of America. Yeah. I, this is the first I heard Chris Reed say yeah. this, but I, I believe he's absolutely right. One of the key things that I'm, I'm getting out of everything that I've heard you say for the last 25 years, men like Chris Reed, pray for spiritual discernment. That is a gift. Yeah. When you understand Issachar and the sons of Issachar, you understand that this man were picked out out of a whole group because they had discernment to understand the times and the season. Right now, the church has to pray for discernment on what season are we in right now because when you watch the trend of the church, they're going this way, yet God is moving straight, allowing us to go through the valley of the shadow of death but being prepared isn't it amazing that 25 years this ministry has sounded the alarm, yeah. has sounded the alarm to prepare, to prepare, yeah. warning the people? It seemed like we were going off the rails back then, but when you put it back into context, 
We have been in the heartbeat of God. Warning God spoke people. to me two years ago that Israel was going to have bombing. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, 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 he warns us in advance. Mm -hmm. He wants to warn his people. Yes. Pastor Tide, you were a former uh, child actor. What's going on in Hollywood these days, do you think? Oh, wow. There's a major disruption in Hollywood. Uh, you know, what's happened is, uh, look what's just happened with films like Sound of Freedom. Uh, and, you know, uh, some of the other recent films that have come out uh, talking about revival and just, you know, the Jesus revolution, they've gone around the uh, historical box office. They've gone around the gatekeepers in Hollywood. Meanwhile, Hollywood and, and the old guard over there is really struggling. You know, uh, there's been a lot of expose. Think of what happened with Weinstein in the last couple of years. Epstein, who was involved with a lot of we had the Nexium uh, scandal, you know, all the sex trafficking and all the stuff that I saw as a child actor, and for years, just like what Mondo just said, I was ridiculed when I would say anything about these things. People say, oh, that's a conspiracy. That didn't happen. Now, I knew it happened because I was part of it. I was in Hollywood as a child, and I didn't get molested, but several of my friends did. I, I knew about the casting couch. I knew about the very dark things that people had to sell their soul in order to become famous. And that people have said, oh, that couldn't be the case. Look how overt it is in our face now. Look at some of the halftime shows at the Super Bowl. Look at some of the, the award shows where they openly do satanic rituals. It is coming out. I believe the Lord is allowing us in this hour to see the things that have been hidden, to see the things that people dismissed before. Now it's so overt in our face. And it really, when you think about everything we're talking about today, it's light versus darkness. And it's the spirit of Antichrist versus the spirit of the living God. And there's no mushy middle. We have to make a decision on where we're going to stand. Are we going to stand for light? Or are we going to stand for darkness? And, and so that's why these things are all coming to the forefront. So I'm excited to see what's happening in Hollywood because for many, many years, you know, there's a remnant, by the way, that's praying in Hollywood. There's a house of prayer in Hollywood where the saints gather and pray over that city. And I was there for many years as a pastor, 17 years, and we prayed over that city. We had Bible studies. Uh, where, where notable people would come and, and, and take part of it. And many people are getting saved. I don't know if you saw recently the tattoo artist Kat Von D who had a, uh, a show that was, a, you know, a, a, like a, where they would, you know, just document her life. And uh, it was one of those reality shows. But uh, she's now come to know Jesus. Many, many people behind the scenes are coming to know Jesus. So in the midst of the darkness in Hollywood, God is moving and there's a major disruption that's happening right now. Todd, why are woke companies and their practices targeting our children today like never before? Yeah, so this has been going on for many years, but it's really advancing now. They have these diversity boards in many of the major corporations. Uh, there, there's a whole other layer that's been added to the corporate structure. If you think about it, 20 years ago, you know, if you would enter the job market, they would maybe give you a drug test. They'd look at your resume. They'd see your education. Now, you know, what do they look at? They look at your skin color. They look at all these other factors. And, and this is playing out in the corporate structure. And so what's happening is you have these people in positions of high powers in these companies, you know, the CEOs and some of the officers that are more concerned about the woke agenda than they are concerned about numbers. It's unbelievable. But a, a lot of this has to do with the fact that some of these big corporations have been bailed out by our government. They've been pressured by our government. And so it's, it's really a, a plumb line between the government and these big corporations. And in the United States, it's the corporatocracy. And see, in China, they have the social credit score system. That's from the communist government. 
But in America, the way they're implementing a, sim a similar system is through the corporations, the woke corporations. And they've consolidated these corporations, so there's less and less of them, and they have control. And so the corporations are being used to push the demonic agenda. And that's why, if you think about it from the days of Molech all the way back, I mean, what have they been doing? They've been sacrificing babies. They've always, always had this uh, demonic obsession with children. And so this is why these companies have gone the route, not all of them, but this is why we have to vet the company and we have to really be careful how we spend our money because we can stop this in many different ways. But a lot of Christians have just said, you know what? I can't do anything here. There's nothing I can do. And so we just go along with it. So they're pushing it in Hollywood. They're pushing it in the corporations. They're pushing it from the government. It's the same strategy. And we have to get hip to this and understand how to combat it. Absolutely. The gender confusion in the, the trans movement has essentially taken over the gay agenda. And why are schools pushing this type of uh, curriculum? Do you, under, do you understand what's going on? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you think about uh, the high level, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, what these guys are doing in, in, in pushing this agenda 2030, what they're essentially trying to do is it's, it's population control. You know, you got guys like Bill Gates that have got up in front of people and said, look, in order to curb the population, in order to fight climate change and all these things that they're saying, what we need to essentially do is get rid of a billion people. So he says, and we're going to use the vaccines. We're going to use the vaccines to do that. Wait a minute. I thought vaccines are supposed to help people. How would they use the vaccines to, to help eliminate population? So if you think about it, what, what goes against God's plan? He says, be fruitful and multiply. You know, man and woman, they become one before God. That's the plan of the Lord. What, what the enemy has always done is distort the plan of the Lord. And so this is a, is a, is a distortion. It's, it's a foul assignment of hell on, our, on this kids and, and our generation to where they're saying, you know, uh, this alternative lifestyle, new norms. Remember, Barack Hussein Obama was like, new norms. You know, th well, this is what they mean by that, new norms, that man you know, should marry man and woman should marry woman, and, you know, whatever gender you want to be. What does that do in the high level? Man can't have a baby with another man. Woman can't have a baby with another woman. It, it, there's, it's all pushing the same demonic agenda, and they're pushing this on the kids, and they're, they're teaching it in the schools. And this is why many Christian parents are pulling their kids out of these schools. And you've seen a major increase in homeschooling. And people always say, well, Pastor Todd, what if I can't do that? If you can't do it, it's, I understand, but then just make sure you're involved in your children's lives, that you teach them from a young age the spiritual dynamic of the battle that we're in. And we have to really mentor our kids. We have to disciple our kids because they're up against a lot. But they're, this generation of young people that I believe is being raised up right now is a generation of Davids and Esthers. And I believe this generation is going to be spiritually equipped to stand in the times. I have a daughter, and I'm going to tell you, she gets it. She, she loves the Lord. I'm seeing these young people at a young age be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so we are not on the losing side. We're on the winning team. But well, we got to act like winners. Yeah, yes. we have to yeah. act like winners. Todd, if we have a nation where 64% of Americans, they identify as Christians, then why does a, such a small minority have so much power against 213 million so-called Christians? Well, Pastor Jim, this is going to be probably a little bit of a controversial answer, but I'm going I'm to just speak it because I know you allow people to speak the truth on this broadcast, but it's because the church has been apathetic. The church has been complacent. 
We got into the seeker-friendly model. We got away from the preaching and teaching the entirety of the Word of God. We got away from talking about sin. Uh, as Mondo talked about, you know, we, we stopped having discernment. Uh, you know, and so this is what's happened. When you have a powerless church, and it's not that the church is powerless, it's that if we don't use the gifts and the tools that we've been given, and that's what's been going on. If we're more worried about numbers and celebrity Christianity and, you know, seeker friendlyism, and we're not teaching and equipping the generation to understand, what I find is the church is malnourished, malnourished, and they don't know the scripture. And so the Bible says that faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. We've got to preach and teach the entirety of the word of God boldly. We've got to equip the saints. The Bible says, go and make disciples of the nations. And that's what we got to do. And so I believe if the church wakes up now, and, and that's a staggering number, if you think about how many Americans identify as Christians, but my question is how many of those people are really living in accordance to the word of God? So we've got to get active. Another uh, stupid thing that we've been buying into for years is that the church has to stay out of politics. Really? Well, who said that? You know, I mean, we have to be involved in every area of influence because culture is downstream of the church. So the, the problem is we can't just get out of politics. We've allowed a small group of radicals to, to push this country to the edge. And I don't even know if we can come back from here, but you know what? I'm going to stand and fight and do everything I can as a person of God to pray for this nation. And I believe just as the Bible shows in every time when Israel went into idol worship and, and fell off the, you know, off the wagon, basically, it started, uh, you know, doing all the things that God said not to do. When, the, when they would do that, they'd go into captivity. The nation would fall. The temple would be destroyed. But every time that they returned to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, every single time God restored the land, he healed the land, and that's where we're at right now. We've got to turn back to our first love, and the church has to wake up and speak the entirety of the Word of God. Yes, amen. Your new book is uh, called Come Out From Among Them. I have a copy of it, I love it. right here. Tell yes. me about this book, and I want people to, you can order right now. You go to our website, jimbakershow.com, and we've partnered with Charisma Media to bring this book to you. And you can do that by going to our website, jimbakershow.com. So it comes right, from, comes right from the publishing yes. house to your house. So tell me about your book, Todd. Yeah, this book uh, is really a strategy. You know, everything that we've talked about today and more, uh, it's going to give the church, you know, it's all from the Bible. And uh, we, we reference the Bible often in the book. But what it does is it shows us how we take back the territory how we win this battle. You know, we come from a position of strength. Uh, I want everybody to know that, you know, as Christians, we shouldn't fear, you know, even though we're talking about very serious things right now, serious matters. Uh, the bottom line is we come from a position of strength and God has given us every tool in our toolbox to be overcomers, to be winners. We win in the end. We know that we're going to rule and reign with Jesus Christ for all eternity. Our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But this is a strategy how we take back the territory so that we don't have this radical element of society, this demonic element of society winning. We, we as Christians need to occupy until he comes. And that's what this book sets us up to do. That's right. It wow. really does. This so go, does. go, Nana, tell them how to get the, about the book. Right yes, now. you just go to our website and you're going to click on Charisma Media, who is the publisher. They are going to be able to ship the book directly to your home. Click on that Charisma Media link and you'll be able to order the book directly from them and they will send it to you. Also, you can call our toll-free number now. That's 1-888-988-1588 and let them know that you want the book, Come Out From Among Them, Why You Were Made for Such a Time as This. Yes. It's so important that we know the Word, and this book is powerful. 
we've got to come out from among yes, the world now. Amen. The world is destroying America, going to hell. Our leaders are lying. Our leaders are leading us astray. And it's time to go into the word and be taught what God wants us to do. And one of the things we're to come out from among them and be separate. Yes. Absolutely. And listen, one of the ways is to help us continue to broadcast this program around the world. Mm -hmm. Your support, your monthly standing with us, becoming a partner today is so important yes. and critical in this hour. Would you pray about standing with us this month? If you have not become a member of the PTL Club every single month, you can donate $30 a month, $50 a month, or $100 a month. Join us for this. This is the Voice of the Prophets Network. We need your help. We need your support today. You know, we send you gifts to say we thank you for your support. But do it today because it's so important to have discernment to help us understand how to interpret the yeah. times and the seasons that we're going through right now. Many people are asking. The world's asking. Everyone is asking, Absolutely. are we in the book of Revelation? And the answer is yes. But it's not to lose hope. It's to prepare our hearts because if the king is coming back, you want to make sure that your heart is right with God. Yes. And by doing that, you're helping us continue to bring people like, you know, Pastor Todd Coconado and others to, that are joining right now to help us understand what this war is. Where is it headed? Right. Where is America in Bible prophecy? Wouldn't you like to know? Join us today. Become a monthly partner. Call that number right now, 1-888-988-1588. Or better yet, you can visit us at the website, jimbakershow.com. The Megyn Kelly show ran a piece on the show recently, and I'm going to run a piece from it, and allowing men to have wombs and menstruate. Can you believe that? Mm. Let's take a look. I didn't realize right. until reading your stuff that the, th there's a point. Like, there are actually really well-funded trans people whose last names you're going to know who have been behind this, who are actively pushing it. And not surprisingly, I, honestly, it's just like you know, Rachel Levine within the HHS department. I really think that Rachel Levine is a man posing as a woman, and he wants your kid to do what he did. He wants to feel validated by you and your kid. He doesn't care about the health consequences to your child. I mean, the medical industrial complex needs to be fed. It's a beast. It's like $13 trillion huge, the global medical industry. It's like one of the largest industries ever. And it needs to be fed. And it's feeding on these transgender surgeries, you know, and uh, medical manipulations. Um, and people are getting caught up in this because of the propaganda that's coming from the very same people that are uh, going to be profiting from it. Um, and these, this is moving into uh, transhumanist surgeries. The technological reproduction market is so advanced now. Um, you know, the things that they're able to do with, uh, with genes and, and DNA manipulation and uh, creating uh, embryos from, from skin cells that you can grow in a dish. Um, you know, creating and the whole surrogacy that, market right? plays Wombs, like out-of-body wombs, actual wombs. And out-of-body wombs. And in-body wombs. They tr they're researching how to implant wombs into men. Jesus. 
Not disgusting. only how to implant them into men in order for a male to give birth and have that experience, but to also leave this womb in the man so that he can menstruate and have that experience oh as Lord. well. Wow. Todd, this must be an absolute sign of the end times. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think about what the Bible says, like the days of Noah. I mean, we're here, you know, this, this is beyond wicked and it's, it's an illusion. And what we have to be careful, they mentioned in the, in the interview, and I agree, we, we can't fall into these traps. You know, we can't use, and they say, oh, you got to use the pronoun or you got, I don't do any of that. Just like during COVID, I wouldn't go down with the tyranny, you know? And so it's like, we're going to have to be, uh, I believe God is raising up a warrior class believer for this time. Uh, somebody that's willing to stand, that's not going to cave and capitulate and bow down. We know the truth. You know, these are the same people that say, trust the science, you know, trust the science. But then meanwhile, we know X and Y chromosome. That's the science. So what science, you can't cherry pick here. Uh, that This is demonic to the core. We've got to call a spade a spade. It's demonic. And therefore, our weapons are not against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities. And so we've got to take down these strongholds and principalities. And the way that we do that is to be consecrated, to be in the secret place, in our prayer closet, on the threshing floor. Uh, we got to hold a fast. We got to hold a solemn assembly. We got to open the churches up for prayer nights. I mean, it's time to get to, to work. You know, we got some work to do here. And uh, it is high time the church wakes up. And I'm thankful, you know, Mondo just mentioned a few minutes ago uh, for this program. And I would encourage everybody that's watching to support this program because this is essential in the, you know, when you're in a war, there's a supply line and we, we've got to support the supply line, you know, because otherwise this information doesn't get out. I go around the country and I see people all over. I call them remnant believers. But these are just people that love the Lord with all their heart, that, that believe in everything that we're talking about today. And, and they feel alone. And I know many of you out there, you feel alone. You're not alone. God is raising up a standard in this hour. There is a remnant army. There are true Christians out there that are fighting and standing. And so we have to let our voice be heard. And we've got to do what the Bible says to do. Amen. That's right. I want everyone to get this book. If you, have, if you don't have this book, you may have gotten it before. If you have it, pick it up and read it again. I'm looking over. I'm looking at, you know, Pastor Todd was here before. And I'm just looking at the last chapter, Todd. Listen. He, you talk about uh, chapter 11, the underground railroad or uh, for the remnant, and you go all the way to Bonhoeffer. You explain who Bonhoeffer is. So if you don't know. I love get, Bonhoeffer. Exactly, right on. <laughs> and he, exactly, I'm so glad that. And, and you explained um, the importance of community and fellowship in this book. You really do guide us and teach us and train us. This is a book, a strategy. We are at war. We're, at spirit, we're in spiritual warfare. We're in physical warfare, and everyone doesn't. And you're right. I love what you just said. Thank you, Pastor Todd. You just said it. The remnant believers that are consecrating themselves and setting themselves apart, which is what consecration means, is we feel like we're alone out there. I know many do. You're not alone. We're with you. We're with you all the way. We're the same. We're with you, but we've got to make our voices heard. But you talk about... The, the vision in this that God gave you, Todd, and yes. about the remnant. You talked about Bonhoeffer. The angel that came. Did an angel give you this book? There was some angel in visitation yes. I read about. Yes. Yes. You know, it, it's interesting. I, I've self-published before, but I'm not a big book writer. And the reason is because I love to teach out of the Bible. And I'm not against books. I think books are important. But I'm just saying personally, 
But uh, how could I not write a book? I was sleeping in my bed and my little daughter who was, you know, three at the time she was in the bed and my wife, of course. And I got awakened by a messenger angel. And it was one of the most profound. I mean, I can't even describe how amazing this encounter was. The only other time that I've had anything even close is when I first got saved. And that's a whole other testimony. But uh, it said two things. Come out from among them and be consecrated. Come out from among them and be consecrated. And then that was it. And, and, he, and he was gone. And uh, I knew it was of the Lord. I knew it was a holy encounter, that it wasn't some demonic encounter. It was an angel of the Lord. And so for the next like month, I was having a hard time sleeping. I was in my prayer closet. I was just reiterating what the angel said, come out from among them, be consecrated. And I'm thinking to myself, I've been pastoring for years. Am I not consecrated? You know, have I not come out from among them? But the Lord started showing me over the course of the next two years, uh, this strategy that's in this book. And uh, you mentioned the Underground Railroad for the Remnant. We need to be building community. And, uh, you know, in our church, which is amazing what God's done, but there's people that have all different types of gifts and talents. And, you know, some of them have a military understanding. Some of them know how to farm. Some of them, you know, everybody brings a different thing to the table because God's gifted them with different gifts. And so this is what community is because we don't know what it's going to look like ahead. We know there's a lot of danger. We know there's a lot of things that potentially could happen. We know what the Bible says is going to happen. That's for sure. And so with that in mind, you know, the model that we've had for the last 30 plus years, it's not going to work. You know, I mean, that's how we got into the mess that we got into as a nation right now. We've got to come out from among this Babylon system. We've got to consecrate ourselves and we've got to do what the scripture says. And I believe in building communities and it's, it's like Bonhoeffer. You mentioned Bonhoeffer. You know, we've always looked at Bonhoeffer and said, how did that happen? How did that happen in Nazi Germany? There was a church there, but they instead went, you know, they buried their heads. They didn't get behind the warning that Bonhoeffer was giving. And it eventually cost his life. But he was a, he was a man after God's heart. He was a man that was speaking truth. He was like a Noah, you know, there's, there's a flood coming. You know, something's about to happen. So we can't let the same thing happen here in America. And yet here we are going down that same path. And so uh, for those that understand, those that have ears to hear, you know, uh, we're sounding the alarm and saying it's time now to prepare and to do what the scripture says. And that's what this book sets us up to do. Exactly. I want everybody to order the book today. And I want you to come back. In fact, I'm going to ask you if you'll commit to come back next month, at least as soon as you can, because we I've not finished interviewing you. You you are the most uh, (laughs) well-versed pastor, I think, in America. Well, what what Pastor Todd has done just now, as you've been watching and listening this broadcast, is he's brought clarity, extreme clarity. He verbalized it for you, what's happening, what's going on spiritually, obviously physically with the war in Israel. It was always remember, always remember, Israel didn't start this war. That's right. Don't believe ever any of that propaganda. Ever. Never That's believe what's that. so sad. Israel was attacked in the night. Their babies were killed. They were kibbutz, burned. You know what a kibbutz is. It's a farming yes. village where yes. they people. Co-ops. This, yes. is, this is unique yes. to Israel. Absolutely. And they came in. Civilians. The kibbutz people, from what I've studied, basically are pretty happy people. Mm-hmm. They farm together, they share the products, and, 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 and it's, it's like, you know. And they're co-ops. Co-op, they're, co-op they're, on the farms, yes, yeah. Yes. And they came in and just slaughtered. And burned them alive. They did horrific things. 
They burn and, and, people and, and, alive. And, and they rape when people, the women. They, the children. I'm asking God's people to stand yes. up. Yeah. Yes. It's not time to shut we up. It's to time to like stand up that, and talk and, and say, I am standing for Israel. I'm standing right. for God's Amen. people. Amen. Otherwise, we are going to be. The, the way America's heading, if we continue doing these things and this, this all happens, our enemies have a plan. Absolutely. They're here. And their plan <laughs> is coming faster and faster and faster. And I want to be ready to meet God. No matter what man does, God is still on the throne. Amen. Amen. I want to share with you an amazing, amazing offer that we've put together for you, our faithful partners. When you give a love gift of $25 donation to the ministry or more, whatever it is that you feel the Lord leading, we want to bless you in return. Our team has come together and we have put together the double blessing offering. All my life, my dad has taught us that when you have a need, that is the time for you to reach out and to give out of your need. And that is what we are doing here at the Jim Baker Show. When you give a love gift to the ministry of $25 donation or more, some of you might be able to do $50, $100, whatever it is that you feel God is speaking you to do, do it. And when you give that donation, we want to say thank you. We want to match a full value, full retail value. We want to match your gift that you're sending in to help support this ministry by sending you gift items, faith-based Christian Christmas gift items that will bless you and your family during this Christmas season. You can do this today by calling our toll-free number. That number is 1-888-988-1588. Or you can also visit our website, jimbakershow.com as well. But we pray that this will bless you as you stand with our ministry. Let this be a double blessing for the both of us. But you're going to get a beautiful, beautiful Christmas items back and it, it's going to be a surprise and it'll be just like a Christmas gift. That's so right. I, want, I want you to call me right now at one eight 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 nine eight eight one five eight eight and say, I want to join the Double Blessing Offering Club. Yes. yes. Okay? That's right. Is that, is that work? Yes, that's wonderful. They can call our toll-free number or you can also go to our website, jimbakershow.com and partner through Partner there with us as well on the Jim Baker Show website. I do want to mention, this is a favorite over the many years, the Christmas variety bucket yes. is available. And so this is an opportunity for you to prepare your family during this Christmas season. And so that's available on our website. I use this every Christmas, every Christmas. for my family. That's right, yes. But I think I'm still going to do it this year. Do I don't it. know. We say yes, Dad. I'm, yeah. I'm taking the vote. I'll we say it. yes. Right. We all He's talking about when we what we give well, our, our, our growing yeah. adult children run out of food in America. Christmas. America, my kids will not starve <laughs> yes, because right. they, these these buckets are 30 years shelf life food. There's creamy potato soup, buttermilk pancakes, black bean burger, the Italian marinara, chicken noodle soup, white cheddar mac and cheese. There's such a variety. There's breakfast items, lunch, there's soup items. And so now is your time. You can call our toll-free number to place your order, 1-888-988-1588. Or you can also go to the website. This is through the affiliate. So Augustin Farms, who helps us create these recipes up to 30-year shelf life food, they are shipping the food directly from their manufacturers' centers. Um, and so you can order that by going to our website or calling our toll-free number. Amen. Please, please do it today 
before it's too late. I want to read Psalms 8, 3 as we go off the air today. Oh God, do not keep silent. Do not hold your peace or be still, oh God. For behold, your enemies make an uproar. Those who hate you have raised their heads. They lay crafty plans against your people. They consult together against your treasured ones. They say, come, let us wipe them out as a nation. Let the name of Israel be remembered no more. God is telling us that he will not be silent. And I want every Christian to pray for the peace of Israel and Jerusalem. Right. This is an unholy war. It's evil beyond anything I've ever seen in my life. More Jews have been killed in one day than the last day of the Holocaust. Oh, God help us. Right before our eyes. And we're I said and we're the watching. Holocaust could never happen again. And here it happened right in front of our eyes. Oh, people, don't believe the lies. Believe what God says in the name of Jesus. The King is coming. Amen. Amen. Lori, I know you. I have. Our I had to keep you quiet. You down a little bit because you're angry as I am. I think you're more mad than I am about what's happened to the Jews. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't touch. You don't touch Israel. You don't touch God's people. Period. Period. You but say that I every day. I say it every day. I say it every day to everyone who listens to me. You don't touch them. I don't care what. You don't touch them. Yeah. You will reap what you sow. That's right. So touch not mine anointed. We have to go. I want you to know that God is on your side, that God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Glory in my mission is to fulfill the great commission of Jesus Christ to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every person. I want to thank you for standing with us and for your support. To hear more about the last day's events, go to watchjimbakershow.com. Remember, God loves you. He really does.